Hi guys, it's Udo's and uh, welcome to the Udo show. And today I have a very super special guest. His name is Ashri Benchada and uh, he's uh, famous because he's like done this documentary that's amazing. It's called Follow Me on Netflix. And he also has many other documentaries that he made uh, that we're going to get into. So thank you so much, Astri, for joining me today on my show with me, Udo's. My name is Udo's, and this is the Udo Show. <laughs> thank you so much. So much. Yeah. So let's just get into it. What made you want to do Follow Me? And I like, can you explain a little bit to people that haven't watched it yet? They should, they should definitely watch it. But it's so interesting. I watched the whole thing. That's how I like got in touch with you because I'm like, this is amazing. So can you explain more to everybody what it's about and what was the purpose of you making this? Well, the Follow Me, it's a uh, it's documentary about the social media influencer phenomenon. But uh, so I wrote it in 2016 and I, I released it on Netflix in 2018. So at that time, uh, social media wasn't that it was it was very different. Now it's extremely mainstream. But in 2016, like four, six years ago, it wasn't that big yet. You know what I mean? In the media world. So I was one of the first ones to do a documentary about this Instagram world, basically. They weren't TikTok yet, but so so I made this documentary and, uh, and uh, that uh, it was very good actually, uh, good review. So I'm happy about it. Yeah. yeah, and like, what do you think as far as like the whole social media and like getting the likes and you know all of this stuff going? It's like a machine constantly to try to get approval from you know other people on social media. <laughs> I hate like I, I did it because I hate it. You know what I mean. Yeah. So that's the way I function. It's like when something matters to me, mm-hmm. then I made a documentary about it, so I can understand and I make some research. But do I? I like social media. I hate social media. I think it's it's insane the amount of bullshit. Can we say bullshit on your show? Yeah, of course. Can we curse? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Just be honest about oh. everything. Yeah. Uh, for me. <laughs> Yeah, it's pure bullshit. It's it's yeah. it's in, in, in like ninety nine percent of the content on social media is crap. Like it's it's embarrassing for me. It's very embarrassing. So I have a very complicated relationship with my Instagram account. For example, it's like, do I want to be that ridiculous to get likes, to get views? Do I have to do this to get that attention? So mm-hmm. it's very hard for me. So at the end of the day, I just like post once a while or when something like bothers me, I just post something quickly just to tell to people to stop telling me what to think, you know, because social yeah. media, it's all telling you what you think. Like, yeah. what do you have to think? So you have to agree on certain things. You have to, to I don't know, it's insane. Though. For me, it's crazy. So uh, I just mess around a little bit sometimes. Like, um, the concept of, my concept of social media, it's to lose followers, though. That's what I do. <laughs> what I love about your show is, like, you go up to people and you try to get them to follow you in real life. And it's like... <laughs> it was like pulling teeth. They're like, what the hell? Who are you? Like, what's going on? You know? <laughs> no, that's what people are doing. It's just a caricature of what people are doing online. Yeah. So I just like, take it, put it in the real world, and it became funny suddenly. You know what I mean? Suddenly it's funny, but that's what people do actually on social media. Like, they're, they're willing to do the most stupid things just to get some likes and views from total strangers that don't really care about you. And they're yeah. following like 2,000 or 3,000 other people 
they just crawl, give you a like, a view, and gone, you know? So, yeah. like, that's what people are looking for. For me, it's, it's insane. It's, it's insane. It's a crazy world we're living in right now. Yeah, and what's so crazy about social media, what I noticed uh, with, like, Instagram, for instance, so what's so crazy is that before, like, you know, you could be creative. You, if you had an idea, you could create whatever you wanted. And there wasn't like real like censorship kind of thing going on. Right. But now it's like, I think because there's so many crazy like stuff and content and crazy people doing crazy things, they censor so many things. It's like, you can't even really be yourself or be creative. It's like, you have to like be this like boring human that like, don't create all these crazy ideas, you know? So it's like, it's either or, right? And then another, um, like, point of view of all this is, for instance, for me, if I, like, didn't work um, and, like, with social media and, like, this was a way of me, like, creating more work or making money or whatever, like, I I wouldn't really even be on social media, you know? Like uh, social media was just a way for me to get more work for casting and this and that. I didn't know I could like make money off of it uh, when I first started. And it was way more fun. And it was just kind of building and like, oh, you don't even know what's going to happen. You just kind of do it. Right. (laughs) But then it turned into like its own machine. And it's like, like, you know, all these people and they're following you. And now you're getting brands and, you know, they want you to post about something. Right. Which is like amazing, right? Because I didn't even know that that was going to happen. But then the downside is like all these other like comedy influencers came and they just looked at me as like competition or something. And it just became like a evil territory, like take her down, like do this, <laughs> do that, you know? And I'm just like, why can't we all win? Why can't we all work together and get along, right? But it was in the view of like a lot of these other people. And uh, so I don't know, it's I feel like influencers, uh, especially the comedy ones that I used to deal with, they were just so evil, like the amount uh, and extent of ways they will go to tear people down, not just me, but other people that they just like, oh, she's on her way up or he's on his way up. Let's take her down, you know? Like, it's crazy, all for followers and likes. And meanwhile, you could just all work together and everybody could win. What's the problem with that, you know? That's that human behavior. Like, that's, that's like in the real world as well. It's like we can all, like, be together and everything, but that's not how it works. So people need an enemy constantly, you know what I mean? People need, like, it's like countries, they always need an enemy, like, to survive, you know what I mean? A plus and a minus, whatever. So that's the same thing in the digital world. That's exactly the same thing. That's why I'm like, I don't want to be part of it. You know what I mean? Like I could have, what I wanted to show with Follow Me, it's like I can become an influencer if I want and I'm going to prove it to you. But at the same, so I can do what you're doing, but can you guys do a film? Or can you guys like do something else? And that's what I wanted to prove a little bit. It's like, I can do it. It's, it's, it's easy. You know what I mean? Like 12,000 followers, whatever, 20. How many people have like 40, 50, 100,000 followers? Like this is like so many, you know what I mean? But what they do really represent in the real world, they don't represent anything. And as soon as you unfollow them, they completely disappear from your life. You know, it's mm. with just one button. When you unfollow someone, this person disappears from your life automatically. 
So yeah, because they're not like, like a household name or something like that, right? But yeah. I will never see anywhere else, you know what I mean? It's not like a football player that I can watch on the TV and then there is like news about him because he's caught or whatever it is, you know? He exists, mm-hmm. there is poster of him in the street. But those people, no, they just exist, exist on TikTok, on Instagram, on Snapchat. And and then it takes, he eats you alive. Like those those phones, those machines, those technologies, they eat people's alive, really. Like they make you waste so much time that like yeah. it's useless. It's very useless. You know, when you scroll, like how many times I'm scrolling and my brain, I'm like, the fuck am I watching? You know what I mean? It's just like, <laughs> it's just, <laughs> yeah. like especially on like, like the videos and like, uh, you know, there's like all kinds of content and you're just like, everybody's oh. creating content. Like you go to like platforms like TikTok, like everybody and their mom is on there. They're creating content and like, I honestly think like TikTok is like more fun because it's so random. Like you don't really know what the hell you're going to get. <laughs> it's like yeah, Russian so roulette, you know? <laughs> I think I'm too old for TikTok. Like I, I really feel in my mind, it's like I can't be on Instagram and on Twitter and on TikTok and on Snapchat. You know what I mean? At the end, it's like, I, oh, I can't. I don't need it. I don't need this to leave. That's the it's thing. It's a full-time so job. Like, yeah. I want to be on, you know what I mean? Like, I see kids on TikTok, 14 years old, 12 years old, dancing in the street in front of the camera. <laughs> like, I can't yeah. be, you know what I mean? I can't join them. Like, it's not possible. Like, I'm not going to lie to myself to be on TikTok because my work opportunity, I can't pretend to be one. I'm not. It's impossible. And that's why I did uh, Greatness. It's about this. It's about keeping it real. In the world where the new thing is like faking it until you make it. While back in the days, it was all about keeping it real. Yeah. And that's the difference that we live right now. Mm -hmm. Instead of faking it. So I choose my side. It's to keep it real. So what's a little tricky uh, with me and what I notice is like, for instance, in my situation, I wanted to, you know, be like a big star or whatever, like, so I could have a foundation uh, in the end, right? So the ultimate goal was never really like, oh, be it like this career, like, or that career. It was mainly like, oh, it's going to be so big enough that I can have my own foundation. And the ultimate goal is to help other people. And with me, I wanted to help like kids or like little girls or little boys or whatever, right? But now I go on there and I'm like, okay, well, I don't need all of those followers. I don't need all of that stuff to start like a foundation, right? So I started the foundation now and I'm like, okay, well, you know, whatever I could do with it, I could do with it now, right? I don't need like all of these people. And I think that perception is like, you know, you look at other people and you're like, oh, you need all this influence and this and that. And then, you know, you'd be at the top and you can help so many people, right? Which is a great idea. But anyone with like zero followers can start a foundation and do it. But the perception is like, you know, so different when you look at it from that point of view, right? But then I started looking like, okay, well, I started mine and it's just like, I don't have like as many followers as maybe like someone with 50 or 100 million or 300 million, 200 million, whatever, right? So then I started looking, I'm like, wait a minute, there's people on here that are major celebrities and have like 50 million, 30 million, you know, 20 million, whatever. They, They have so many followers all across different networks. And all they're doing is just like me, 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 right? 
and there's no ulterior uh, thing or like a purpose, right? So then I'm just like, well, what is the point of this? Was the end goal just social media? Like, because when I started, like I said, it was just like, okay, I'll like, you know, do my social media so I can get more acting work because I was already in the traditional world before, right? So I had a traditional world, did acting and modeling, and then next thing you know, like Twitter and all these started coming out. And then I was on like actual like magazines and stuff like that. So I moved those followers into Instagram and then I started building from there. So I already had a base following, right? But then I wasn't even aware that it could make money and all that. But then it just kind of like this machine where you get so swept into it and you're just like, working on creating content for your social media right and then I when I met you like I like talked to you about making my short film and I was like yeah I got caught on the whole world of like social media of just constantly creating content but what is it doing like ultimately right it's like not that's true you know so yeah like but I'm wondering what are all these people doing with all their followers like like some of them don't even like do anything except for just hoarding followers. And they're like, like, what is the purpose of all that? You know? It's, it's, it's what people, you, you live in a world where people think that they need to be something online to be something in the real world. And, and they, and they forgot that the real world still exists. And even if they're like pushing the metaverse, you know, like this metaverse concept, even if they're pushing it forward to go more into another world, because Instagram is already the metaverse, because you can be a whole different person from who you are in the real world, you know? So Instagram, when they created the metaverse, like the, push, the thing they're pushing, they already started with Instagram, with your filters, uh, your, 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 your design, your Photoshop, you think it's not you, you know what I mean? So it's already a different persona that you created on Instagram, and now you're going to take it to a next level, which is in the metaverse. So people will go, they will run after it. So then it's up to you what you want. Like, do you want to have to live in the digital world? This is what you want. Or don't you want like to enjoy the real world, which is really nice outside. And yeah. that's why I'd spend my time outside in the real world. I'm claustrophobic, yeah, actually. So it's really in- crazy, yeah. No, it's like, it's really crazy because it's like, why not just enjoy the real world it's like right here and since when is it cool not to even be yourself it's like I feel like even like when you talk you have to be so careful with like not saying the wrong thing and this and that and I'm very like straight up I was just like what the hell did that like you know and then now it's just like you know like everything is getting so censored like like I even posted women empowerment on my Instagram story and I try to share it to my Facebook and then Instagram said oh you can't use that word uh to share it to Facebook well think about it why I'm not I'm not uh I'm not uh, into politics I don't vote I'm not part of yeah. any organization no association but in the US in 2019 or the election 2020 mm-hmm. Snapchat YouTube Instagram Facebook everyone shut down the account of the president of the United States like whatever you like him or not Donald Trump you can't deny the fact that it's absolutely insane that the president of the United States can be banned 
from all these platforms in 24 hours. It's, yeah. it's, it's just so censorship. That's next for us. It's we nothing. You know, the president of the United States, of course, they can shadow you. They can ban you. They can do whatever they want. They can censor everything because they show you that we are more powerful than the president of the United States. So you think that when they did that, it was just like a move to show that social media is more powerful than the president? It it can be interpreted interpreted in different uh, ways, but that's one of the ways you can see it. It's like they're very powerful. Like they can shut down the president of the United States. So you, little piece of shit like me, you know, I'm not, I'm anything, I'm nothing in this world. What do you think they're going to do to me? If I speak to you know what I mean? Of course they're going to shut me down, obviously. And they've done yeah. it with comedians. They do it for everyone. Like if you think about Snowden, Julian Assange, like remember that this guy, Julian Assange, is actually like in jail, you know? And yeah. for years and years. Who so, is that? Who is that? Julian Assange? The WikiLeaks guy, you know? The what? Like, WikiLeaks, founder of WikiLeaks. It's an organization. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. So, and that censored him. That's, so he was like already done like five years ago. Or, you know what I mean? It's not new. It's just becoming like so normal now. But it started before that to shadow people, ban people and censor people. So yeah. and we accept, we comply to it. Well, what's so crazy is that like we're supposed to have freedom of speech and social media controls all of that, you know? There's no such thing as freedom of speech, unless because freedom of speech means freedom of mind. You know, it's mean like your mind is free, and there's not so many people with a mind who's like open. You know, so look at even on Netflix, you're like, you know, I mean, this guy has to be canceled, and like this cancel culture also, like, it goes crazy though. It's it's insane. Yeah, when it comes to cancel culture, it's like, I feel like uh, people that are canceling, they want to feel like they're in power, like they're in power of this person's future, they're in power of this person's career, and, you know, everything, they they have that power, so now they're very, very powerful, you know, because it's weird, because anything can be interpreted in certain ways, like, for instance, when I got hacked, like the true story was so much different than what people wanted to portray me as, you know? So in a weird way, even though I was like the victim of stuff, the villain got like, he was a hero to people, you know? And with me, it's like, I'm over here, like, like trying to just survive and I'm getting portrayed as like, oh, she's this, she's that. And all like about a perception that wasn't even true at all, you know? So it's like crazy how people, the media, social media, they can just make you look like something that you're not unless you actually say it. And even now that I'm saying it, I bet you it doesn't have the same reach because who wants to hear the truth? <laughs> like, you know, who wants to hear my true story about what really happened, how I got like trafficked by everyone, basically, you know, like one's pretending to care about something. But at the end of the day, it's a very important lesson. You have to remember that. No one really cares. Everyone yeah. cares his own little life. No one really cares about what's happening next to him. You know yeah. what I mean? And they can film it and like uh, pretend to care or to post something and pretend to care. And that's it. And social media gives you that opportunity. People pretend to care about cause that they have no clue about it. 
They don't even know yeah. what they're talking about. Like they have no interest in it. But it looks good to pretend to care. It looks so good for people to pretend that I care about this. But you don't even know what you're talking about. So, and you have recent example that we're not going to mention. But there is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, it, I agree. I think, yeah, there's, there's like the whole like popular culture of posting certain things and then not posting certain things. And then people don't even want to look into it because I think a lot of people, they just follow everything because it's exhausting if you actually found out all of the layers of what's really going on, you know, because a lot of these things, they have so much history behind them. And it's really hard to know the actual like history unless you do all your research, right? So that's the downside i think so people just jump on the bandwagon like oh yeah like you know i'm i feel so good because i posted this and i helped support something but they don't even know what's really going on you know but fake is the new real it's like that's that's a sentence that i like it's like fake is the new real because now like that's the film in the film where you appear mm-hmm. what we talk about like this whole uh, bubble butt uh yeah. trend Okay, so before you before you go into it, let's let's just say so the film that Ashri is talking about is called Pursuit of Greatness, and uh, we're gonna get more into it. But it's a documentary about a rapper that's like traveling across the U.S. to pursue his dreams to actually talk about things that matter, like you know the fact that he doesn't have money and he's not he doesn't have you know hoes or you know strip clubs and all this other stuff. He's a person a working dad that's trying to make money just to survive like and that's the basic concept so basically we're going through this documentary and we're just finding out that everything is the fake is the new real and that's what's getting worshipped right so yeah go go ahead and talk about that so I'm also in the in the documentary talking about you know all this stuff on social media what's popular and booties and all that kind of stuff there's this thing that I wanted to talk about in the film. It's like how it's easy to fake it in the social media world and, the, and in the hip-hop, hip-hop industry because at the end it's connected. Like what's happening on social media is actually also happening in the hip-hop culture where the fake is the new real, you know? Mm-hmm. And you have this perfect example. It's uh, Tekashi 69 you know, this rapper? Yeah. So yeah. If, you, if you check his story, if you look at his story, it's, it's pretty, it's a good example of, how social media works in the hip hop industry. So mm-hmm. he's a nothing. He's a little kid. Uh, I think uh, he's Mexican originally from. Oh, I think so. Maybe. Yeah. So, I, don't, I don't really know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just know like he has like a rainbow hair color, and I, I never really looked much into him. <laughs> you know. All character with like tattoo on his face, all this color, hair and colors, and yeah. uh, pretending to be part of. Uh, he joined a, a gang in uh, in New York, I think, and uh, the Treyway Gang, I think it's called. And uh, so he joined the gang to get street credibility because he didn't have any. And at the end, of, so he became famous, and he got arrested. And when he got arrested, sent to jail, and he had to snitch. He had to talk to people, to the police. That yes, he collaborated with the police basically. Yeah. And, uh, and then he get out. And then once he get out of the jail, he starts flexing like I'm a snitch, I'm happy, I'm rich, I'm so loaded, like a Ferrari, whatever. The girl, the stripper, like I'm the shit. Mm-hmm. And recently, 
he has to pay now because of his judgment. He has to pay uh, some money to the, to the victim. And he declared that actually he doesn't have any money anymore. He has like not get a deal from his record label anymore. And he's struggling as fuck. So now you have this guy who's alone, who the entire, there's some people who wants to maybe kill him, that he betrayed. But you're famous, bro. And you're pretending to be all these things. And now look at you all alone. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's a very sad story, though. It's actually a very sad story. But he's the victim of the social media world. He's one of the whole culture of like, you know, all all of that. Because, you know, you looked at him back then, you were like, wow, he's like really popular and like got all this activity on social media and everybody seems to love him, like, you know, or like feed into his post and he gets reposted everywhere. Everybody's talking about him. What a cool guy, you know? And then next thing you know, it's like he's all the way down, you know? And, and you lie, you pretended to be something. So the film was like to explain this example, but we explained also like that's why the fake money in the industry, the streams um, and the physical appearance of the of the people in the industry as well. So Nicki Minaj and um, Cardi B, the competition between them and how they literally created with Kim Kardashian this trend of the big, of the big butt. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're talking about, you know. Even the body, even it's fake. So it's like yeah. the money is fake, the credit is fake, the street is fake, the streams are fake, the views are fake. Like everything is fake. Even your body are fake. Yeah. Everything. And then you have this guy who's trying that to keeping it real in the hip hop industry and how hard it is, though. So that's the story about this John guy. That uh, and he's a good rapper too. So. And if you notice, too, all of the people that are doing the whole, like, fake is the new real kind of thing, they have so many people around them, so many friends, so many people supporting them. But it's like at the end of the day, it's not even none of it is real. It's just a perception. Right. So I think the whole goal is to, like, create this perception. So you make yourself look like you're so popular, you're this, you're that. But it's really like just a perception that you're creating so that people will feed into it, you know? And um, as far as, like, fake and all that, like, we talk about this in the documentary. Like, what's so weird to me is, like, when I started doing comedy, right, um, people wouldn't give me a chance because they were like, oh, she's a girl. Like, girls aren't funny or women aren't funny, da-da-da. So I was like, okay, they're not going to give me a chance unless I do sexy funny, right? So I started doing sexy funny, and then I started noticing, like, well... All the guys that I collab with, they're using like me as the sexy funny, right? And I'm, but I'm like, actually, for their sketches, I was coming up with the writing, I was coming up with the whole concept and everything, right? So I was basically doing all of the work behind it. And I was the girl that was the clickbait and this and that. But then at the end of the day, like they will get all the credit because they're guys, right? So guys are naturally funny and women, like they don't have anything except for just that, right? Like the body. So I was like, oh, okay, I get it. Like sexy, funny is the way to go and clickbait is the way to go, right? So all of the guys were using the clickbait technique and the clickbait technique is basically put somebody's butt or booty or, you know, boobs or some kind of crazy clickbait scenario 
So people will click on it. The more clicks you get on it, the more likely it is to go viral, right? And then you get more followers and likes and all of that stuff, right? Which is important if you're like in the social media game. So I was like, okay, uh, I'll just add the sexy stuff and make myself the clickbait because I have a booty, you know? So I'm like, I'll use that. But then like, obviously, I don't have the big boobs. So sometimes I'll be like, hey, can I borrow your boobs? <laughs> but in the clickbait, you know, but like to some other girl, or I'll use another girl, but usually I'll use myself. And my videos were going viral like crazy because I knew how to like put the clickbait thing to get people to click on it. Right. But then what's so crazy now is like Instagram is like censoring like all of that, you know, but then they're not censoring guys who are doing it. They're only censoring women that are using the clickbait technique because I think it just caught on, you know? So that's like a weird uh, thing too. Why are women getting censored so much? But then if you go on a guy's page, it's like naked stuff all the time, you know, it's weird. I haven't paid attention to it recently. I haven't paid attention to it. Yeah. So do you think that you think that women are more like censored than men? Well, depends. Like there's women that are paying people at social media. And I'm going to you might know some of the platforms <laughs> you go on there and they're like literally doing like porn or like nudity. Right. But then, you know, you could post a picture with a turtleneck and you get reported for doing porn like what you know like it makes no sense like what the girl is like literally naked and she has all these followers but like clearly she's like paying someone you know because why is the except all of the exceptions of falling for this one person or these five people right and i'm not talking about like like the big superstars like the kardashians and stuff like that i'm talking about like influencers like girls that are influencers that are like literally naked on there. You know, they're showing their vagina and nipples and ass crack and hair like down there. You know, like it's just straight up naked. And I'm over here like, oh, I have a comedy video with a skeleton, you know, and it's like, oh, my God, that's so bad. You know, why do you think it is that way? What? Why do you think it is? This is the way it is. Why do you think that it's like? At the end, why are they doing it? Well, why do you why do you think or are you asking me why they're naked on there? Why 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 they they have to cancel something that is not very sexual and they leave something sexual in in the platform? Why do you think they're doing this? Because I believe that they're paying someone on the back end. So the, whoever is getting paid is allowing this stuff to stay up, you know? And uh, it's like uh, all of the exceptions are like, okay, with this person, right? Because they're getting paid. But someone that's not doing anything wrong or like it's very mild and it's not even doing anything. Like, I, I think the rules are very turned depending on who it is, who's getting paid, who's getting paid. And then uh, on top of that, like, are they uh, maybe telling this person that's getting paid also like, uh, make sure that this person doesn't come up and that person doesn't come up, you know? So whoever is getting paid is basically controlling the social media accounts of other uh, so, influencers, you know? Someone at Instagram to do this. What? Can pay someone at Facebook or Instagram to do this. Yeah, I mean, there's people that have paid and like, 
there's people obviously that claim they can do all these things and then, you know, they're scammers, but there's actual people that are like getting paid. You know, it's just very hard to find those people. And when you do, then you have someone and there's people getting like, you know, they're paying to do all kinds of crazy shit to their account, to other people's accounts. And it's just a matter of like who they, they want to like get followers from who they want to like move out of the way. Maybe they look at them as competition, you know, who they're like, um, you know, whatever, like they just see them as a threat. They just want to get them out of the way. They can like literally shadow ban your whole account. So you're not even getting like seen anywhere just based off like jealousy, you know? It's crazy. Like the stuff people do for social media now is insane. Like I'm telling you, when I first started, it was like so straightforward. There weren't like people that worked at Instagram that you would talk to or, you know, like it was just literally you would post and that was it. Like, yeah, like good times, you know? And like it wasn't even about the likes. It was like, and then what's so crazy too, when I first started Instagram, anytime I will post, it will go naturally to the popular page. So it wasn't even about that. I think it's kind of similar to how TikTok works now. You would just post and it would go to the for you page after a while, right? And then you just like people that don't even know you will see your stuff. But now all the fun is taken out. It's like Mark Zuckerberg wants you to pay him so people can see your post. And it's all about money now, you know? I think it, it always has been about money, but it's, it's just more clear now, you know what I mean? The business is established. But at the end of the day, people are doing something for money. It's, at the end, it's all about money. Like, the money rules the world, so it's just about money. From the beginning, like, there's no people investing millions of dollars into something without expecting a return on investment, you know what I mean? So whatever it's done, it's done based on money. So that's why at the end of the day, yeah, this is the way I see the world. I, I see the world as a money system, a financial system. That's how I see the world. And that's why like crypto NFTs are interesting because that's where we're going to. We're going yes. fully into crypto. I, I think it. so too. So with you and the cryptos and NFTs, can you like explain how your documentary Pursuit of Greatness is like involved with the whole like crypto and NFT world? Yeah. The, the idea is, so I'm into crypto since 2016, thanks to a very good friend of mine uh, who told me to check, have a look at Bitcoins and, and crypto. So later on, something called the NFTs came out and that's becoming very trendy right now. So the idea was to do something very unique, very different. It's that, so there is a rapper called John. We're going to give the, free, the film free to watch. So it's, you can go watch the film on the platform. Uh, maybe you put the link, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. Funny. I'll put the link in the description. So you have like the whole site with all of his films and, you know, the NFTs and the cryptos and all that. The thing is, so we're going to watch the film. And if you like the film, you can buy an NFT that will allow you to receive one copy of the album, of John's first album. Uh, and we're only going to release 1984 copies of the album. And you're only going to have access to it with your NFT. So you own an NFT and you'll be able to, li- to listen to the full album anytime. And once you're done with it, well, you can sell your NFT to someone else. 
and uh, and the more popular John's becoming, the more popular the NFT will be, and um, it will be ten times more valuable. So that's the concept. It's to give freedom to John to be able to do whatever he wants without signing with a record label, without signing with any major Universal Music or Sony Music. It's to try to be fully, fully hundred percent independent. So the NFT, it's about this, and the pursuit of greatness, it's about freedom. So yeah. that's why we want to keep the, the direction because our greatness for me and John and for many people, I think should be freedom. Yeah. Right. This I is agree. the most important thing. So, and like, and just to explain, John is the guy who is in the documentary Pursuit of Greatness and he's the rapper that raps about real things and real issues, you know? So we want to support him. He's like, He's talking about the real stuff, you know? <laughs> so I love what you're doing. And I love in the end. Oh, sorry. I'm, I don't want to spoil it. But just one little session of it or a section of it. You said, um, you know, why? Uh, why would you want people to listen to this kind of music, knowing that you're going to have a future daughter or a daughter that you probably won't want to like, be treated the way or listen to this kind of stuff right so i thought that was very interesting because i i feel like a lot of people they like know about all this but at the end of the day they don't care like like if you're a guy you see it until you get like your own daughter and then even then it's like some guys don't care like they don't care about their daughters so like I it's just kids, you know like it's like it's like even me i was like I can't do something that I will be embarrassed or ashamed to watch with my mom. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know if it's a cultural things or whatever, like, but like mm-hmm. Arabs, like our mom, they're like something special. You know what I mean? So yeah. we respect them like so much. So I can't do something that my mom will not be able to watch. You know, mm-hmm. it's impossible for me. And it's the same uh, for my kids. You know what I mean? Like when I'm going to have kids, I want to make sure that you know, like I'm giving something good to them, not something like stupid or something ridiculous. No, no, I want I want them to be able to enjoy it. So I want to be proud of it. Yeah. And in and in the world or even social media or whatever, you know, like how you're gonna portray yourself on social media and the like how, how? Which you're gonna have a kid, does he want to look at you and respect you or look at you like a weird person? Like it's crazy though. So yeah. So imagine like with the law changing stuff that I'm doing and how I like became a victim of the whole iCloud hack leak, how someone just stole that whole right from me. Like, you know, so I, I feel like it's very important for the guys to join in on this, uh, you know, whether it comes to music or hip hop or, you know, like the whole hack leak situation, because it could literally happen to your daughter. Like I'm someone's daughter that worked really hard on like doing all of the right things. I never been in trouble with the laws. I never done drugs. Like, you know, I always like kept the straight way and it still fucking happened. And it still went wrong, you know? So it's like, I think it's very important for the guys to join in to protecting uh, women, their mothers, their sisters, and not even just those, but women in general, like, you know, cause it could literally happen to your daughter or your future daughter. So I think that's an important message, you know? You can be your mom. Like, there is, like, you know, like, I'm going to say something very personal, but whatever I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. So my mom yeah. had, like, a problem, okay? And, uh, and you know, like, she went to the hospital, and they asked her 
if she was uh, vaccinated or not to get her treatment. Mm -hmm. And if she didn't have any document proving that she's, she's okay, she will not be able to get a treatment. You know what I mean? And, and I was so mad at the person at the entrance asking my mom this because I will never ask this to his mom. You know what I mean? If I will be in his position, it's not like, can you see that it can be your mom or it can be your sister or it can be anyone from your family. You just have to relate to that person to mm. be able to be kind and nice to everyone. It's like, it can be someone else's uh, kid, you know what I mean? Or someone else's mother. So, oh, God, oh God, God. so that's why, yeah, people are fucking intense. You know what I mean? They're, they're really, really, really stupid and they don't think. So social media in the hip hop industry, it's like, we are responsible. We are responsible. Like you have to make the right move and no matter what's going on around you, you have to make the right move no matter what. You don't have to copy people and to be like other person. You can be yourself and be real, be authentic and you'll be free. Yeah. Because you're not free when you fake it. I agree. But when you're real. So be real. Uh, real is the so new real, not real, real. Fake like it's. Real. That's. I agree. <laughs> All that's right, my but fight. um. That's my date. That's my battle. I yeah. And like, uh, we already talked about the documentary, but like, where can everybody uh, like find you on social media and stuff if they want to follow you? Because I know your goal is to get unfollowed. <laughs> 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 like don't follow ostrich or follow him then unfollow him <laughs> follow me you're good you know what i mean you open mind you know what i mean yeah. because uh, you, need to, you need to have a lot of humor sense of humor right now in this world to be able yeah. to survive like you need to uh it's so fucked up it's so ridiculous that you need to you need to fuck around you need to joke about it because it's 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 unreal so if you're following me, make sure like you're aware of what's going on and, and wear your smile. That's very important. And you like keep an open smile. mind because like, you know, the, the thing is that I have a problem with is sometimes you might not agree with someone, uh, but you have to just hear their side of view or like point of view or whatever perception they have of certain things, you know, and who knows, maybe you can see their point of view from just keeping an open mind, you know, because there's always two sides to the story. Right. So even in the worst yeah. case scenario. So when I agree. Follow me, when I did follow me, the movie, mm -hmm. I was asking people to follow me. And then when it released on Netflix, people like run to my account, followed me and were asking me to follow them. Yes. So I had to follow like maybe like two 3,000 people in like, I don't know anything about them. I don't know who they are, but I can't <laughs> say no because I'm asking you to follow me. So if you ask me, I have to say yes. Yeah. So I, so I ended up like following so many people from all over the world. Yeah. And like, then I, I can see like, I have an idea of what's going on, you know, what's the trend worldwide, you know? Yeah. And even if there's people, they're like, oh my God, they're so fucking stupid. It's insane. Or there's some yeah. people that are like, the, the most like there's some but i'm not going to unfollow them because they're, they're stupid they actually like teach me a lot so because we we have a different point of view and everyone has a different point of view so it makes me understand what's going on and i want to learn from the other side it's not like just my opinion my side it's like yeah. i want to know some things that way you know so i'm not going to unfollow anyone i don't unfollow people 
Yeah, you got to like humanize everybody just just to like see other people's point of view of why they even think something like even like people that think crazy things, you got to kind of like, where is this coming from? Why would someone think like this? You know, so certain things you got to literally put yourself in their shoes and maybe see that maybe there's other things going on in their head or things that happen to them, you know. We all have problems. Well, everyone is trying to survive in this jungle. That's what it is at the end of the day. Like we all are trying to survive. That's it. Yeah. The 99.9% of the people are trying to survive. And so we're not fighting against each other. We should be like together, you know, because like everyone is fighting against everyone and that's dividing to conquer. That's the same. Con- that's what's happening right now. Yeah. So me, I'm like outside of this, and I will not do anything that will divide us. So I will never make a documentary that will divide us, or I will never do anything in my life that will divide people. So that's my way of thinking, and that's and that's why you have to keep it independent because that's the best way to make it happen. Like it's it's more complicated to be an independent filmmaker. It's struggling. It's very hard, but uh, but it's worth the battle though. It's funnier actually. I'm yeah. not in Hollywood. You know what I mean? Like. I've never been like, I want to be in the red carpet. I want to go to Hollywood. I don't care about this. Like, oh my God, it's like the last thing I want in my life. All I want is to make film. Yeah. That's And make a living out of it. That's yeah. it. And all that red carpet stuff is all actual work. Like I used to think like, wow, being on the red carpet and you look so beautiful. Da, da, da. Then when I got on that side, I was like, this is just work. Oh my God. Like, it's exhausting <laughs> like you know so it's all like like another perception kind of thing it's not even what people think it is it's oh, people yeah. are just there to you know um like promote their movies or promote another person's movies like i was you know brought on there to like promote a lot of movies and stuff right so i'm on the red carpet like oh hey look at me da, da, da. but check out this movie and and like people are like wow she's on the red carpet look at that they take pictures of her you know like but i'm like oh my god i'm so tired i just want to go home and go to sleep you know so stay home but yeah I like you gotta get all dressed up send the film send my yeah it's like it's a whole project you got to put on all this makeup uh, and hair you know yeah it's too much but thank you so much for doing this and uh, i appreciate you taking your time to like do this podcast with me and explaining everything to people uh so i appreciate you and thank you for doing this again thank you so much thanks to you all right, so everybody go follow him and then you can hit unfollow right after. <laughs> and then check out his uh, new documentary. It's called Pursuit of Greatness. I'll put it in the description. So thank you so much. I appreciate you. I'll talk to you later. All right, bye.